Is this thing on? Hello, class of 2020. I wish I were standing in front of you, a bunch of starry-eyed adolescents full of hope and hormones and Red Bull. Most of you are more worried about what tomorrow will bring than what I'm saying. And I don't mean tomorrow's and years down the road, but literally tomorrow. When I graduated from high school, I went to school the next day. I didn't know what else to do. I was a band geek. I spent a few days making myself useful until someone told me to go home and enjoy the summer. What did I know about summer? All I knew is I couldn't wait for college band camp. But don't worry, I'm not going to bore you with one of those this one time at band camp stories because, well, they're inappropriate. Yet, I digress. The class of 2020. According to the website insider.com, High school seniors were born in 2002, while some graduating college students were born in 1998. That's during the digital age. You were born into digital usage. Unlike myself, the high school class of 2020 is younger than SpongeBob SquarePants. While the college class of 2020 was born the same year, Britney Spears' Hit Me Baby One More Time was released. We all remember that, Jim. The classes of 2020 are part of Generation Z. The young adults destined to inherit the earth after millennials. Dr. Corey C. Miller, a Gen Z expert, defined you all as having a great desire to change the world and make it a better place. They want jobs that are fulfilling, tap into their passions, and situated in organizations that align with their social values, she says. I can definitely relate to those feelings. And to the high school class of 2020, 9-11 is a historical event rather than something that you live through. When you were born, George W. Bush was president. You were only six years old when President Barack Obama was elected in office. How amazing is that? My father died years before that, thinking that a black man would never be president of the United States. Well, we made it, Pop. You're younger than the iPod, which was released in 2001, and you were five when the first iPhone was released. The high school class of 2020 was only three years old when YouTube launched, and you were born the same year Eminem released Lose Yourself. (laughs) Invented in 1992, texting is older than both the high school and the college class of 2020. Mag-freaking-nificent. Now I really feel old. But anyway, I posted on Facebook asking how many people remembered their commencement speeches, either high school or college. Out of 26 respondents, one person remembered the speech from their college graduation. Two people remembered the speeches that they gave. And one person had Bill Cosby as an undergrad speaker. How unfortunate is that? And one respondent, Leslie, said, I vividly remember our valedictorian using the song, Row, Row, Row Your Boat, as a metaphor for how we should live our lives in the future. She emphasized that we are in charge of our own boats and that as long as we keep rowing, we can get to anywhere in life we want to go. Pretty bomb ass speech for me to remember it 20 years later. Well, let me tell you now, you won't remember any of this speech, not because it won't be a bomb ass speech. Oh, it will be. But I believe the point of life is to not remember this speech. If you do, you're cheating yourself, in my opinion, out of life. I don't remember my high school or college commencement speeches because I've been fortunate enough to do so much awesome stuff. I discarded those memories years ago to make room for more awesome memories. First quote of the day, don't cheat yourself out of life. Dion McGill. 
Write it down. I'm a quote man. I love quotes. My favorite quote of my 40th year on this earth, just win, baby. Al Davis, he was a football coach. If you were to go into my office today, I have a quote poster right next to the door and that quote's on it. It's the first thing I see when I walk in and it's the last thing I see when I walk out. I'm not the smartest guy you're ever going to meet, but I know enough to know that many amazing men and women have been dropping crazy knowledge for centuries. All I have to do is pick it up, put it in my pocket and think about how to apply it to my life. That cuts the work in half. Work smarter, not harder. So I'm going to drop some quotes on you today because smart people have said it better. And if you can't say it better then borrow and finish strong. So allow me to share some thoughts with you and offer thoughts on people you can learn from as you march headstrong into life. First things first, don't spend your life chasing money. There's more to life than money. Christopher Wallace said it best, more money, more problems. He also said, I love it when they call me Big Papa. And I love that one too. But if you want to chase something, chase experience. As I mentioned before, I've had the opportunity to live a full life. I've seen the sun rise and set over the mountains of Afghanistan. And I can say with confidence, it is the most beautiful sight I've ever seen with my naked eyes. And ever since, I've attempted to chase down a more beautiful sight, a more beautiful scene. Even if I never find it, I will have countless adventures in the interim. Those adventures are the point. Life is a journey, not a destination. Ralph Waldo Emerson. As a middle-aged man, now looking at the second half of my life, I know how precious time is and how quickly it passes by. As a result, much to the chagrin of my friends, family, and my doctor, I don't sleep nearly as much as I should, as much as they say I should, but that's because I'm always on the chase. I'm always reminded of a story about 50 Cent. Yes, the rapper. 50 Cent was on the set of his movie and at the same time was recording the soundtrack for the movie. During the day, he did scenes. During the night, he did music. As a reporter boldly asked the rapper when he sleeps, 50 responded promptly, sleep. Sleep is for those people who are broke. I don't sleep. I might miss the opportunity to make a dream become a reality. Now, of course, everyone sleeps. And this quote is rivaled by a similar one from Arnold Schwarzenegger when asked, how did he do everything he did when he was Mr. Olympia and get eight hours of sleep? To which he replied, I didn't. I slept faster. In order to succeed and accomplish your dreams in life, you have to really work at it. And sometimes that comes with sacrifice. My friends get on my tail all the time, but I don't have enough time for eight hours of sleep. I just don't. I got dreams. I'm chasing them. This podcast, that's a dream. Doing, doing things that I want to do, those are dreams. I can't do those and sleep eight hours a night. It just won't happen. And when you start out at the bottom level, you would have to make sacrifices. And through sacrifice, you will build character and resolve and a greater ability to persevere. Those moments won't all be positive and they won't be easy. And you will see your share of trials and tribulations. But just remember... When you reach the end of your rope, tie a knot in it and hang on. Franklin D. Roosevelt. And I can tell you from personal experience, as long as you keep your head up and keep your wits about you, you will be okay. Walt Whitman will remind us to keep your face always towards the sunshine and shadows will fall behind you. And don't forget your sunglasses and for you, for you fair skinned folk, sunscreen. 
SPF 99. (laughs) And eventually the good times will come and hopefully the good outweighs the bad every step of the way. But regardless, don't forget to savor the good moments. Smell what the rock is cooking, baby. Don't forget to stop and smell the flowers sometimes. Ferris Bueller said it best. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. If you haven't seen that movie, go watch it tomorrow. It's all about journey and adventure. One thing that COVID-19 has taught me is that the things that many of us held in high regard or spend a majority of our time on are not the things which are most important in our lives. Man, I really miss sitting in two and three hour meetings talking logistics and finances, said no one ever. You know what everyone is missing? Hugs. Time with their friends, seeing their families and playing with their kids in some cases. Take that to heart. Those are the things that are important. Trust me. If you're turning your back on those things in the pursuit of career advancement and money, stop and rethink things. You might be doing it wrong. So what will you do when COVID-19 is in the rearview mirror? Who will you be and will you be a better version of yourself? I agree with George Bernard Shaw when he said, life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. Be the creator of your future. Don't leave that to chance or to someone else to decide for you. You all have the potential to be great. Now, I know what you're thinking. Why should I listen to this guy? What makes him think he's got it all figured out? Well, all I can say is that I've made all the mistakes. I'm middle-aged and single. Not a bad thing. Not necessarily my choice. I've never been married, not necessarily a bad thing, but not necessarily my choice. I've effectively chased away every person who was willing to love me, a bad thing, definitely my choice. And I've chased money into jobs that I couldn't stand, spending every afternoon looking for the exit door and wondering where do I go from here? It's not fun. It's not pretty. I don't know anything about fame, fortune, or penthouse apartments, but I've walked the primrose path and walked through doors that led to nowhere. This is the insight that I have to offer. But I remind myself every day, as Heraclitus said, there is nothing permanent except change. And for every young person looking tentatively toward the future, there's some older person like me doing the same. It's not too late for any of us. I'm not downtrodden or sad because I know that there's still greatness out there for me. Still adventure to be had, experiences to be savored, friends to be made, love to be found and potentially lost. In essence, way more life to be lived. I figure I got 36 more revolutions left on this ball and I intend to make them count just as much as the first 40. More than anything, though, I think there are three things I can leave you with. Three thoughts from three great people that I have found to be exceptionally true for me, and hopefully you'll have the opportunity to find them exceptionally true for you. The first is this. Keep love in your heart. A life without it is like a sunless garden when the flowers are dead. Oscar Wilde. I've been very fortunate in life to have amazing friends who put up with my crazy, 
and often have their own to offer, and with whom I've been able to share some of the most exquisite experiences that life has had to offer. The second thought is this. The best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. Helen Keller. For me, that was summed up the first time I saw my twin daughters for the first time. The first time I fell in love. Those moments that you struggle to even find words for. May life bring you countless moments of that beauty. And finally, I will end this speech with the words of one of the greatest figures, in my opinion, that have ever lived. Born Araminta Ross, this woman was born into slavery and later become an American abolitionist and political activist. Escaping from slavery, she subsequently made some 13 missions to rescue approximately 70 enslaved people, including family and friends, using the network of anti-slavery activists and safe houses known as the Underground Railroad. Having been a history teacher, let me go ahead and say explicitly, no, the Underground Railroad was not a train. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you very much. And during the American Civil War, she served as an armed scout and spy for the Union Army. In her later years, she was an activist in the struggle for women's suffrage. Of course, if you paid attention to history class, I'm talking about the incomparable Harriet Tubman. Harriet Tubman knew adversity. I can't even imagine the hard times that she endured. And I wouldn't even dare believe that I would have had the strength or the fortitude to endure them myself. She was a fighter. Among the greats of history, she stands as exceptional. And Harriet Tubman reminds us that every great dream begins with a dreamer. Always remember you have within you the strength, the patience, and the passion to reach for the stars to change the world. Those words coming from someone who impa impacted the world in more ways than one can count. If you don't want to listen to me, please take exception and listen to her. This small patch of time that we've endured this pandemic together is just a small blip in time. Years down the road, you will recount to your grandchildren the great pandemic of 2020 and all the things you did to pass the time and the lessons you learned and how you would spend hours using Zoom and house party to pass the time with your friends. You might even recall the friends or family you lost, and my sincerest condolences to all those who have lost someone through this unparalleled experience. You have persevered, and you will continue to do so, and it will only make you greater. As I've told every student I've ever had the fortune to teach, I will tell you, Make your struggle your strength and prove all the naysayers wrong. Class of 2020, I salute you and admire you. You have an unclear future ahead of you, but I have no doubt you will shine the lights inside of you to light the way. I have no doubt that this country will be in good, dare I say, better hands. Go forth, be fruitful, prosper, and change this world for the better. Thank you so much for giving me this honor, for lending me your ears, and please go forth and be great. Thank you.
Hey, um, so that was my commencement speech to the class of 2020. Um, I, I knew early on in the quarantine period that I really wanted to write a commencement speech because uh, it was obvious that graduations were not going to happen. And, um, you know, I'm sure I know actually that a lot of commencement speeches are out here um, for graduates to, to listen to. And I hope they listen to a myriad of them um, because it's, you know, just great to, to one, be applauded and to be honored by a variety of people. And also, um, hopefully they, they, they do get something uh, from it, from, you know, the lessons learned. I still remember uh, the song uh, by Boz Luhrmann many years ago, which was, I think it was, was it Wear Sunscreen? And it was just kind of like how like wearing sunscreen was like this great, uh, it's great, you know, kind of analogy for life and such. But yeah, so great, so cool. Um, you know, I know this has to be a tough time. I've talked to many parents who, you know, their kid is not going to walk across the stage. Your kid is in the driveway wearing their cap and gown, you know, just hate, face hanging low. Uh, and it's so interesting because I didn't even want to go to my own graduation. It's so interesting how things change, I suppose. I didn't want to go to my high school graduation. I did not want to go to my college graduation. The only reason I went to my college graduation was so my mom uh, could see me graduate, you know, so my mom, for my mom. Uh, I was the, the first of my siblings to graduate from university. And, you know, I knew that would be uh, special for her and a big thing for her. And my sister was there, you know, for my family to see, because uh, they supported me through those, you know, through the years uh, immensely you know, on such, but it wasn't a thing to me. And I didn't go to graduation when I got my associates. I was like, yo, send me that certificate in the mail. So it's, you know, to me, it's kind of interesting. Like these, like a lot of kids are like, I want to go to graduation. I'm like, I never did, but okay, man, you know, (laughs) I get it. And I'm, I, I feel so bad, you know, that they don't get to do that. And so, um, this was the, the least I could do to attempt to honor, uh, so many amazing young people, uh, not only in the city of Chicago, but across the world. I mean, the world worldwide, you know, and so I hope you enjoyed it. I hope I hope it wasn't awful. <laughs> uh, so if if you know a graduate or, you know, the parent of a graduate, um, I would just encourage you to if you like hearing like, like the speech, uh, send it to them. And and that's it, you know, um, and hopefully they get something out of it. I'm, I'm definitely a little different than I think most commencement spe- speakers because, <laughs> you know, I'm not rich and famous. I'm just a dude. <laughs> but um, beyond that, uh, just real quick. So uh, this episode of the podcast was sponsored by the Black Pod Collective Um I am a member of the Black Pod Collective, and they're just out there. The Black Pod Collective, the podcast, um, aims to provide insights and resources and instruction uh, to people within the podcast community and industry who are looking for guidance and starting, growing, and sustaining uh, their own platforms. And so, because a majority of podcasters are white, and so, you know, we're just trying to support each other uh, in this sector, in this field, in in these endeavors. And so it's great. Uh, but you can listen to the Black Pod Collective podcast on Spotify, or you can listen to it on Apple Podcasts. Uh, so definitely check it out. Um, and they're also available on Google Podcasts. So check them out. And you can also check them out on uh, Instagram and Facebook. And so 
please do. Um, beyond that, as always, I want to throw a shout out to Reppin' Pins. Uh, I just got three new pins in the mail from Reppin, and I literally have three more on the way. <laughs> in the last two weeks, I've bought six pins, um, so I'm not just you know throwing smoke at you. I'm a huge supporter of them. I actually just bought their Lord, their um, Lord Mayor Lori Lightfoot pin, and it's a it's a pin of of the mayor of Chicago with you know. And if you've seen the memes, uh, the cutouts of her, it's her standing there, and she just has this look on her face like get the fucking house, and so. <laughs> uh i bought two of those pins and i bought one other pin and so um yeah and uh i did not use my code this time i i wanted to give repping all my money uh because there's they're such a great company and they do such great product um but if you want to go and check out reppingpins.com you can go shop around and when you get to the checkout you can use the exclusive code for off the beaten podcast listeners it's otbp20 and you'll get 20% off your uh entire order and so uh free delivery uh free shipping I'm sorry free shipping for all orders over $40 so go get, get a couple pins, you know, get your free delivery, get your 20% off. I think last time, um, I, last time I used it, I did use my code and I, I had like $60 worth of pins and I, I dropped, you know, 20% of that, which was great. And I, and I got the free sh- shipping. So, you know, it's great. It's fun. It's, it's good. And it's, it, to me, this is the great, um, it's the first time I've ever collected anything and collecting, uh, pins has just been perfect for me. So I'm really enjoying it. All right. And that's all I have. Um, Please uh, share this with any graduates, you know, or parents of graduates, anyone, you know, who might get something from it. Um, If you have not checked us out on social media, check us out at Off The Beaten Podcast um, on Instagram and Facebook and on Twitter. It's just at Off The Beaten Pod. And yeah, and you can also sign up for the newsletter that's down in the episode notes as well. And uh, please, you can email me any questions or uh, insights, comments. You can slide into my DMs or social media, any of the above. I love hearing from people. If you really, really enjoyed this, you know, you're going to be listening to it again. Please give me a rate or review on the podcast uh, listening platform of your choice. Uh, if that's Apple or Google or Google or uh, Stitcher, which is the one I use, I would love that, and it definitely helps. It would help, you know, helps in the uh, the the rankings of the podcast apps, and it helps, you know, when they have their list of podcasts you should listen to. Each and every click or star or comment helps. So please, uh, I would appreciate it greatly. All right, and that's all I got. I want to keep this short and brief, and just give my um, show my appreciation to the class of 2020. You guys are great. Um, this too shall pass and you know, the future will be bright. I have no doubt about that. Uh, Hopefully it'll be a better future. (laughs) You know, hopefully the new normal will be better than the old normal. And so that's all we can truly hope for. All right. Thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you for coming back. Uh, each and every episode. I apologize for how late this episode was. Um, I've had a hard time these past two weeks with the quarantine and everything, just keeping my motivation and my energy level. I actually slept most of the day today. So I, I like woke up, went back to sleep, woke up, went back to sleep. And then I was like, okay, we got to do something. And so I'm so glad I was able to go ahead and get this recorded. And I'm about to get it um, posted and edit it really quickly. And we're going to do that. And so I hope you guys all have a great day and a great upcoming week. And uh, I'll see you next time. Bye.
Alright, peace.